0: as a single professional i have debt and no savings after my divorce i always wonder how i can start investing in real estate to secure my future i studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate some claim i could start with no money but i could not find one that gave me the practical actionable steps i needed as a wealth advisor i've met people that own real estate but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step by step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. Welcome everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor and Investor in the U.S. and Canada, and today I have a very special lady here that is going to tell us a little bit about her story, how she got started in real estate investing. You don't want to miss this, Balbir. Welcome. Can you tell us who you are, what you do currently, and uh, tell us a little bit about your story, how you got started into real estate investing?
1: Well, thank you, Aracela, for having me and for allowing six years ago uh, when i lost my full-time job the company closed i didn't have a choice i didn't know what else to do but i was also going through uh, a rough patch in my marriage and when i uh, when i decided to actually separate i actually found something called uh, legal shield which is what i do currently uh-huh. that allowed me to separate and divorce uh very cost-effectively, and and that's why I got passionate about that. But also, whilst I was building that business, I realized that I needed another stream of income to support my passion. And the passion was to help other, especially women, going through similar situations, or personal or business, to, to help with the legal shield and ID shield. But I realized that I needed to have another stream of income and i was able to take out the equity out of my home and leverage that and i bought property in the us uh, i had met a management company here and they did all the all the heavy lifting for me they found the property they fixed whatever that needed to be done and they found tenants after screening them they they were they were very good actually that allowed me to have the cash flow that i needed so that I didn't panic about, uh, you know, not having enough income, and that allows me to do what I do currently, which is legal shield and ID shield services, which is my passion project because I want to help as many people have access to these services, which is very cost-effectively.
0: Absolutely, and I can tell you, uh, I have legal shield for many years now. Uh, the service is fantastic, and I do understand that, you know, ex- especially when you have a question that you might not want to call a lawyer and cost a lot of money Uh, you have this service it's it's very cost effective like you said and you have access to speak to a lawyer you might not even know if you need a a move forward but uh, you have access to that and there's some limited calls that you can make and just ask questions and at least you can get your answers or where to go to find more information, which is what we normally need. So that is fantastic. But one thing that I want to say to people here is that your story is very similar to mine, because when I got divorced as well, everything got disrupted. And when you have, when you go from two incomes to one income, you see the difference (laughs) really fast and the bills don't go down as much. So um, I did something very similar to what Balbir did and it's to get myself a multifamily uh, property, which I lived in one uh, unit until I finished all the repairs. So I had income coming in and then I started as well buying in the U.S. So tell me Balbir, what was the major fear that you had when you started buying? Because you are Canadian, you are, you live in Canada right now and that when you decided to go into the U.S. because there's a lot of Canadians that ask me this question
1: so the my main fear is can I trust these people you know uh because I've never seen the properties I still haven't and it's been over three years now actually four years uh four years yes uh so I've never seen these properties I even though it's across the border I didn't have the time, didn't have the funds to go and check them out. So it was very important that I trusted these people to do that for me, you know, to find the properties, to renovate what was needed. Uh, And, you know, yes, they charge a fee, but hey, it's still cheaper than me going over and fixing every little thing. So for me, that was peace of mind because I don't know the local um you know the local handyman or the you know the plumbers, the electricians and stuff, they have a whole team there. So when you're looking for someone else to take care of properties, you need to trust that person uh, and let them do what they do and of course they're going to charge but hey you give peace of mind you know that they're not going to rip you off, and, and they have your interest at heart because if you're not happy, that means you're gonna change. So they have to make sure that they do good work for you to trust them to continue for their income as well.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And you see this is, you, you took the approach to do it remotely completely, right? Um, I took the approach of going there and actually finding the properties and getting and gathering the team Which is a little bit of an extra step. And you're right, completely. It it takes uh, time, it takes money to be able to do all of these. But that is depending on who you are, what are your interests, and how much time you have as well. Because that, you know, time equals money. And you want to have a balance of it. A lot of the stuff that I do now is remotely. But at the beginning, I just did it because I did a lot of flips. You have rentals, so it's a little bit easier. So there's an ongoing thing with the flips because it's so such a short term transaction, then you have to be there more often. But that is kind of like the path that I chose at that time. And now I'm starting to get into more rentals, but it is fantastic. And the point that I want to make here for the audience is that you have to do due diligence on the people that are helping you because those people are they're either going to make you or they're going to break you so it's one of those and i had a mixture of both especially when you're going through many different transactions so what would you recommend to somebody that is kind of in the border of going to invest in other areas they don't even have to go outside canada but it's just farther away that is not in their backyard, that you can go and see the
1: property. So I would recommend is doing more homework, you know, talk to people that have already done it before, ask about the good and the bad. What are the pitfalls? What do they need to do? Uh, taxation as well, you know, filling in your taxes every year, what you need to do. I learned this a little bit the hard way because I didn't, I went in blindly. I'm a complete novice. Uh, even though I tried to do, um, when my children were here at universities, I tried to, you know, with with my husband, then husband, to get into buying the properties for each of them so that yes. they essentially would live rent free. He was against that. Um, and so, and there wasn't something that I could do by myself because I wasn't allowed to take any equity out of the house. By myself, I did not have that kind of, um, you know, cash sitting around that I could buy properties. So I I had to let that go, but as soon as I was able to, and I could make my own decisions, um, because then it was my house, I I did what I could and uh, I talked to a few people and I trusted this one particular company and they they helped me all the way through from, um, from how to get the equity out to uh, investing and looking at properties and all the different ones that they had and what I was comfortable spending as well. So I would recommend talk to somebody who's already done it, uh, look for and ask for what you know, it's great that you're getting all this rental income, but what are the uh, disadvantages, you know, tenants not paying, uh, emergency thing, you need to have a, a team behind you or the, somebody that they know that can call for, you know, heating gone out at the middle of the night or yeah. a power line gone down, you never know. So you, unless you want to do that yourself and are, and is able to, I am not, I am really not a licensed anything in that kind of, of space. So you need to have that team in place because you never know when emergencies happen. So. Either you trust yourself and have a, a, a team backup like yourself, you, you have that team behind you, or you find a, a management company that knows the local talent there that they can pull uh, resources from around them. So find out everything you know that you need to know the good and the bad of, of owning. I, I prob-
0: for sure. For sure. I understand that. But you touch up a couple things here that I just want to highlight. First of all, even though you had the ability or the desire to get a property for your children and you couldn't do it because your husband didn't support you. So that is super important specifically for people that are around what who is around you that is actually going to help you. And you see you probably could have started way before you did, but you didn't have the support team or the support people that say or encourage you to say, you know, this is a good idea, let's look for a way. And I think that that for a lot of people also stop them because they can't move forward because they don't have that support system even though they they have the desire to do it. And the second thing is obviously reinforcing the fact that you need to have that team in place to help you. And even if if the property is close by that you can actually go see it, You always have to have people handyman, people that can actually go there and look at any type of emergency that happens in the middle of the night, Um, and then also make sure that you have some resources put aside in the case something breaks and it costs uh, a lot more money. So that is actually an excellent, an excellent point. So that's good. So is there any? recommendations, ideas, or something that you want to tell the audience from your own experience investing in real estate invest, you know, in real estate.
1: Well, my, one of my tips is, is find out, do, you know, do your due diligence and find the right team. Like you mentioned, when you have the support around you, you can do whatever you, you desire. Um, And if that support is not there, then, find that support. In my in my case, I had to move out of the marriage because it it was a bit rough. And if you have that desire to improve your quality of life, there is always a way you just got to find the right people. If your desire is strong enough, you will find a way you will meet people who can help you move forward. So all I can say is never give up. You are worth it. And and if you believe in yourself, others will believe in you too and will help you move forward.
0: Oh, that's amazing. That is great, Valveria. I love that. And that is for sure. So for those listeners that are here and that you find yourself not knowing what to do, please listen to uh, Valveer's story. It's really great, inspiring, because as women, I believe that, you know, now women are really stepping up and looking at ways to become investors and take charge of their own finances and their own life. Uh, and the more money you have, you have more options. It's not about the money, it's about the options that you have, and which allow, in this case, Valveer to have that peace of mind to move forward with her passion. So, Valveer, if somebody wants to contact you to know more about uh, Legal Shield, how can they get a hold of you?
1: they can phone me. Can I give my number here? Yes, absolutely. So my number is 416-837-7153. Just shoot me a call or a text and uh, I can show you how Legal Shield and ID Shield services helped me move ahead because having that real estate income allowed me to do something that I love to do, which is spread the word of Legal Shield and ID Shield because it just helps so many people and it helps save them so much money. So when you, even if it's something else that you want to do and you want bounce ideas, I am, you know, give me a call. I love to chat. Uh, And if I don't know anybody, if I can't help you, but I'll know people who can. So between RSLE and I, we can help, uh, you know, connect you to resources that will be able to help you move forward with your passion project.
0: Absolutely. And that's what I bring this channel and this episodes to people because it's not only introducing you to people that are actually doing real estate investing, but also resources. And the more resources you have available, the easier the journey will be. Wherever you are in the journey, there's always um, milestones and people that are going to help you move forward. So if you are kind of in defense of becoming a real estate investor or don't know how, please reach out to Balbir, to myself, and we can give you you know, just a little bit of a direction, uh, but that's what this um, channel is for. So thank you, Balbir, for being here. I love your story and thank you for sharing. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please
1: visit my website at www.airosalihernandez.com. Thank you.